Hey, this is Jim Graham from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explore relationship instead of religion every week. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, you're going to be so glad that you have tuned in today to Kingdom Pursuits. I can't even believe how God lines up such amazing guests for me, and he's done it again. And so today, first off, we have Homer Murdoch with us. He is uh, got so many different things he does. He's a pastor, but he also has this amazing ministry called Touch the World Ministries. And so, Homer, welcome to Kingdom Pursuits. Thank you, Robbie. It's a pleasure to be here. And so what's your church? It's it's here in North Carolina, right? It is. You know, God's blessed us. We have a we thought we had retired. Right? You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were living in Charlotte where we'd pastored a church. And then God uh, led us to this group of folks up in the mountain, some of the sweetest people you've ever met in your life. Honest to goodness, we it's just it's one of these churches you just you just look forward to going to because everybody's so sweet and agreeable, you know, and and just the Spirit of God just permeates a place ever, ever. And matter of fact, last Sunday we had shouting in the church. How long has it been since you heard shouting in a in a Southern Baptist church? I mean, you know what? Well, I'm uh, describe that. Well, <laughs> I, I need to know what is what uh, is what does this shouting mean? Oh, good Lord! It just, now, I've the missed Holy it. Spirit just took over. Okay, literally, this guy, a precious, precious man. Uh, that it had a, an extremely difficult, I won't use his name, but it had an extremely difficult uh, a childhood. Very, very, very challenging. Break your heart if, if I were to tell you. Right. You know, brought tears to everybody's eyes as he was giving his testimony. But uh, last week, God, he's, he'd been born again, you know, but he was still carrying this burden, this tremendous burden. It reminds you of Pilgrim in Pilgrim's Progress, right? Right. And uh, he, he come across a mountain and... Uh, stopped on top of the mountain and began to pray. And God, he and God just had an encounter. He had an epiphany, I think. Right. And, uh, and God just lifted that load completely from him, totally freed him from all those memories and the baggages that he had been carrying. And he just can't be quiet. I mean, he just. And he was he, shouting. Oh, yeah. He got given his testimony and just, I mean, just started shouting, praising God, you know. And what a, I mean, everybody in the building, we just had tears all over the place. But it was such a wonderful experience. It just what I call shouting from my childhood, you know, he just hollering in a loud voice, praising God, you know. Yeah, that's terrible. what they did at the day of Pentecost, right? They, they were did. they were praising, you know, the works of the great did, but, works but of it God. It was beautiful. But anyhow, it's a great group. God's Will Missionary Baptist Church in Sparta, North Carolina is is where it is. Great, great, great church. That is that is so awesome. And then I also have with me, very fun, I have Roy Smoot, and he is the author of It All Belongs I love that. It all belongs, love, loss, and learning to live again. And, and so, Roy, you, you've got quite a story that, that you wrote about, but it, it, it certainly has its tragic parts to it, but then, you know, God showed up. Yes, and first of all, Robbie, again, 
thank you so much for for inviting me to be on on your show here in Kingdom Pursuits. It's it's a it's an honor and a pleasure. Um, it all belongs was written co-written with my late wife uh, Judy Smoot and a dear friend Melinda Fols. Uh, it's about the last four years of Judy's life mm. um, and what we encountered when she was diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma brain cancer mm. in 2015. Wow! And so, you know, that's obviously going to be a pretty heavy topic, and we want to certainly give that you know it's it, it's discussion we've got a lot of that coming up and i'm really looking forward to see how he did learn to love again but it is kingdom pursuits and those who know my show know that i've got to do my shenanigans so with that being said speaking of belonging now love fun Oh, yes, it is. And I have new contestants today to play. I have Homer and I have Roy to play in my shenanigans. And so uh, speaking of belonging, Nick, I know you're going to like this one. Ready. What generation does Forrest Gump belong to? Speaking of belonging, what generation does Forrest Gump belong to? Hmm. You got any ideas on that one, Roy? Baby boomers. Oh, he could be. The greatest generation. It's like that. It's Gen A. Oh, is it Gen A? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Gen A. Gen A. You know, you're okay. All right, all right. So, right, right, right. So, Uh. if I bought a shirt. And some neckwear, some a shirt and some neckwear. I don't know if you'll get this, Nick, because I don't even know if you know who the mamas and the papas are. But if I bought a shirt and some neckwear that used to belong to the group, the mamas and the papas, what would the problem be? I have no idea who that is. You got any ideas? You don't no. know who the mamas and the papas? You're going to know in a minute. I know the mamas and papas, but I don't remember. Well, here's the problem. Them. All the sleeves are brown and the tie is gray. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Remember that? All, the, <laughs> all the leaves are brown, <laughs> right? Yeah. The sky is green. Oh, geez, okay. All right. On. Yeah. <laughs> and what? Whatever. I know. I, I have so many because that just tickled me so much. Oh, what group that. does a racist chicken belong to? What group does a racist chicken belong oh, to? A racist chicken. A yeah. racist chicken. It belongs in the frying pan group. <laughs> I like that, Nick. That's good. Or. The Ku Klux Klan. Oh, <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan. That reminds me, Nick, of my new my new nickname, right? Yeah, that's right. My that's new right. nickname is Rooster. Do you know why? Because. Oh, that's right. Oh. Nick, right. you have to put up with this all the time, right? And I love it. I love, love it. it. All right, all right. We got a few because I, I just tickled that's myself good. so much. What kind of pasta doesn't belong? Antipasta. Close. Uh, you got it. No. I know you know, Roy. What is I it? I have no idea. It's no, it's I, the I penny pasta. It's the impasta. Uh, <laughs> impasta. <laughs> and this okay. one will make you think. What clubs do drivers belong to? What clubs do drivers belong to? Hmm. What clubs do drivers belong to? Sounds like a golf joke. It is. 
Uh-huh. The driver's club. Uh, the golf oh. clubs. The golf club. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was a good one. Way to go, Roy. You're on top of it now. Maybe you can get this one. Also, another one that just tickled me, so I could not not say it. How do you know a hat belongs to the little drummer boy? Hmm. How do you know a hat belongs to the little drummer boy? I'm thinking something with marching band. I used to do marching band, so that's where my mind is going right now. It could be, but in this case, he has a palm, pa palm, palm. (laughs) 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 All right. Another one. I just couldn't not tell this joke. What's black and white and obviously belongs in Neverland? It belongs. You know, that's idea. Belongs. What's black and white and obviously belongs in Neverland? I think Barbara knows. She's sitting on the couch. She's she's shaking her head. Michael Jackson? Uh, A pan, duh. Oh. Okay. Pan, duh. All right. (laughs) And the last of my regular old, but I could not not say this one too because it's too funny. Who's the Chinese knight looking for? Who's the Chinese knight looking for his belongings? The Chinese knight looking for his belongings. Who is that? Hmm. Hmm. Chinese knight looking for his belongings. Sir, Sir Ching. Sir, Sir Ching. Ching. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to do something. I was trying to do something. With <laughs> Good old Sir Ching. So, with all that said, which double crossing disciple? And it's calling and win. 866-348-7884. Tell us which double-crossing disciple tried to fit in but didn't belong. The, the double-crossing might be a giveaway. 866. <laughs> That's a bit of a pun in that if you think about it. 866-348-7884. You could, if you call in and win, Nick, tell them what they'll get. Yes, absolutely. You'll be winning a prize from our Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. Just give us a call at 866-348-7884. So we come back. We got your calls plus. We got more from Homer Murdoch and Roy Smoot. We'll be right back. A lot more Kingdom Pursuits coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And as always, God has given us poster children for that. We have, oh my goodness, Homer Murdoch. What a what a wonderful, wonderful pastor and amazing man that we have with him. And, and his beautiful wife, Barbara, is with us in the studio as well. They have the Touching the World for Christ ministry. Wait till you hear this story. I'm telling you, this will be worth you listening to the show today when, when we can hear from Homer the story of how he found that ministry. And we also have with us Roy Smoot, and he's the author of It All Belongs, Love, Loss, and Learning to Live Again, which I know, you know, it's interesting. We're all kind of buried in the likeness of his death, right? And raised to walk in newness of life and so many different ways that happens throughout our lives. But first... We have Lee is in Winston-Salem. He's got an answer to my riddle. Lee, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How are you doing? I'm excited to hear about this double-crossing disciple. Oh, double-crossing disciple. Hmm, let me see here. 
I believe that was Judas, who was also called Iscariot. Oh, man, isn't it tragic? And I know, right? How many times, the reason why I've been thinking about that all week yeah. is that a lot of times I don't feel like I belong somewhere and I try to fit in. Yeah. Right? I, I, I feel like I'm not where I ought to be or whatever, and I feel like, man, I need to try to fit in and be like the people around me rather than be Robbie Dillmore, which a lot of people right. think is completely silly. I, you, <laughs> they, right. They, right. And, and, and so I... Right, but I... I right, but I... I I excuse me. I get that. I un, un, understand that. I was active duty army uh, back in the second second surge into Iraq, and mm. now I serve in the reserves. And you know, being be, being a man of faith, you are you are very much a mi- minority there. Mm. And it's you know, it's it's one of those things. You're tired. You're you know, cranky, you're hungry, and you just kind of want to let it all hang out, you know, and be one of the guys, maybe you'll feel better. And it's like, but then am I really being who I am? Am I really being who God has created me to be, who God has, has redeemed me to be? No, I'm not. I'm compromising the very core of my existence the person that God has made me to be, I am not being that person. I'm being, I'm being these, all these other people. And that's, that's not fair to me. And that's definitely not fair to them because now I'm not being a good example to them either. Right. Right. I got, I kind of went on a, no, I love that. I love that, Lee. I, you know, and thank you for your service by all means. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Yes. Like, we all have <laughs> the ability to have radio shows like this because of, right. of, of, of the military and you folks that have served our country so beautifully. So, and, and, I, and, and it really is, you've given me a lot to think about there because I know that. Uh, but right. unfortunately, I'm a dirty double crosser. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, aren't, aren't, aren't we all? I mean, given yeah. given the right circumstances, you know, the right push, right. the right, you know, yeah, it's like maybe I could compromise just this once, you know, kind of thing. And then the next time it's like, well, I did it once. Right. Maybe this time it's so bad. You know, it's that, that slippery slope. And like, you know, like, yeah, like, you said we've all experienced it, you know, in varying areas and levels and things like that. You know what? Uh, C.S. C.S. Lewis in in one of his books waxes el- eloquent on that that subject. Um, you know that that every every wrong Im- wrong impulse in a man is 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 like is but a a good desire turned wrong. Oh wow! Something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. But, yeah, because it's like yeah, I I can oh I can see how this would work in my favor, or or I can see how this would you know benefit me, or hey, my family. You know, if I can make you know an extra five hundred dollars by 
insurance fraud, something like that. Who am I really hurting? You know, something like maybe maybe a bit of an, uh, right. an extreme example there. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, we've all we've all been there, and and let me just right. tell you, Lee. Wow. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your call and all you've given us to think about today. So, wow. <laughs> Keep up the great work, my friend, and we will talk you again soon, I hope. God bl- <laughs> Have a great day. God bless. You too, Robbie. Thank all right. you. Bye-bye. So, all right. We, speaking of belonging, right? <laughs> we have this book. It all belongs. And, and so I'm very curious, uh, Roy, that title, It All Belongs, and of course you included Love, Loss, Learning, and, and, and to Live Again, but how do, how do you, from your perspective, how did that title arrive? Well, thank you for asking, Robbie. Um, when Judy was doing a lot of her artwork um, and her studies and her spiritual direction studies, which she completed she did a lot of studying relative to what really life was all about or what's in life is probably a better way to say it. And I remember her saying several times when we would talk about things, good things, bad things, rough things. When we would, when we would pray about whatever was on our hearts and our minds and she would come up with the saying, well, it all belongs, Hmm. whether it's painful, whether it's beautiful, whether it's causes you to bust out laughing, whether it causes you to, to weep, it does all belong. Our life is full of everything on both sides of the good and the bad. Um, and that is where the title came from when I was working with Melinda Foles. And then we fleshed out a little bit more about love. Um, the, the first section of the book is about how to love and how to live. And we talked about her studies in Sarasota with Expressive Arts and her spiritual direction practice for people and well, then how to die was the middle section oh yeah and then and then how to survive was the section that includes my journal writing from about two years and the it all belongs also shows a great deal of the beauty that she did in her personal art her mandalas and her creative art that she did right up until she did uh, did leave this earth so the so the picture that's on the title I mean excuse me on the cover of the book that was your wife's art? Yes. Oh it's abs- and, it's, it's it's absolutely beautiful. I just want to say before we move on to a little bit further sure. um that uh, you you may be familiar w- with a passage in Deuteronomy called the Shema which is you know hear O Israel the Lord our God is one. Right? Okay. In in Hebrew, it's it's a lot broader than that, <laughs> to say the mm. least. Um, and 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 I don't know if you knew this, but I, the the Jewish people would have that Shema on their houses and on every door in their house, and, and they would also you know say it every morning before their feet hit the floor, and every night before they put on their their head on the pillow. They would, they would recite the Shema, which we, a lot of people will say when Jesus was asked, you know, what was the first commandment? You know, they'll say, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And your, well, when it says what was the first commandment, Jesus actually said, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. And that hmm. idea of ahad, which is that word one, right? it means it all belongs. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. 
it, it really weapon. does. It, it means, hear, O Israel, it all belongs. And um, that's, the word is hadad? A-H-A-D, ahad. And so as I was listening, I, I couldn't help but think, uh, we had a caller a little bit a while ago in, in another show, maybe I did, and they were talking about the prayer that they prayed before they get up in the morning. And, and I have tried to, <laughs> not as successful as it sounded like she was, uh, try to say that before my feet hit the floor. Is, and I, and, and the, you know, I love Hebrew, so I actually say it in Hebrew, so it's really, really fun, which actually starts out with the word Shema. So it's Shema Israel, and then it, it says Yahweh Elienu Yahweh Ahad. And, wow. and, and thank you for that. It 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 is it's a treasure, as it sounds like your book is because you kind of put that all together. Uh, so tell us about your love. Tell us a little bit about you and your wife's relationship. <laughs> we were married just over uh, thirty nine years, and we dated for wow. years before that. So we were together for forty one years. Oh my goodness! And. We met, we were teenagers at the age of, um, I think it was 19, and we were together dating and marriage until she uh, passed at the age of 62. Um, And I remember the first time I saw her, Robbie, I was uh, going to uh, uh, an event in college, and she was at the top of the steps. And she had on, she had on a, this is in the uh, early seventies. Right. And she had on a, gre- a green outfit and she had green eyes and that was it. Oh, baby. I was done. And one of the beauties of it is she was dating somebody else. Oh, oh, friend. I hate we got to go to a break because I was just playing green eyed lady in my mind at that moment. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that would work. So. Well, you can see we got much more to come with with Roy Smoot and his book, All It All Belongs, as well as, again, my friend Homer Murdoch, uh, Touching the World Ministries. We got that story coming, too. Oh, you got to stay tuned. It's going to be so awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. So much fun we're having today with Roy Smoot, and it all belongs, love, loss, and learning, as well as my good friend and pastor, Homer Murdoch. And it's actually only the second time I've ever met Homer, but I have to tell you, I, he's like my best friend. <laughs> like, you, you never met a man like Homer. Like, well, I guess we never met anybody like anybody else, but Homer is, is definitely a gift, and his ministry is touching the world. And so I heard this story, and I just knew my listeners needed to hear it, and we're going to get more to Roy's book in a minute, but I, I want our listeners, I, I want you to hear this story. So, Roy, you're a pastor of a church in the mountains, and, and God had this ministry for you, touched the world, but can you share with our listeners how that came about? Well, Brother Robbie, I, I can. Yeah, we were pastoring a church up in Todd, North Carolina, and uh, as was my habit every morning, I, and still is, I walk a, you know, a mile or two or whatever, and I was walking one morning up uh, the New River, 
uh, up a road up through there. And, and as I got uh, oh, about halfway through my walk, the Lord just, and I was just talking to him as a walk. And then the Lord clearly spoke to me and said, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to touch the world with you. And it wasn't a, a great ethereal experience. It was just a clear word from the Lord. He impressed on my heart. And I said, well, okay. And I just kept on walking and praying. And, uh, I, you know, this is kingdom pursuit, our right, passion, right, right? right? My passion has always been just to serve the Lord. I have no passion to do anything other than what he calls me to do. So I was pastoring the church so happy. God was blessing the church, just unbelievable. And uh, and so I said, you know, okay. Try to, so when we run into difficulties, I said, Lord, this was your idea, not mine. So what are you going to do about it? <laughs> you know, so, but uh, I, I had been in the industry and business and, and knew enough to know what I needed to do. So uh, yeah, that was in 1998. So we put together steering committee, steering committee put together a board. The board put together the constitution, bylaws, all the government permits, the state permits that we had to have, 501c3, all those certifications. And so it began uh, with the work in Haiti, was our first work in, in Haiti. So but, but backing up a minute, because so, I sure. got to hear the story before, and the mm-hmm. part that touched me was there was a fam- there was a, some ladies that lived on that's that. That's funny, yeah, that's funny. I was right in front. When God spoke to me, uh, I was right directly in front of two lesbian ladies, their home there uh, where they lived, and we'd befriended those. Barbara would make them some uh, apple pies, and I'd carry them up, and, you know, we'd talk to them and everything, just try to love on them, you know. And it was right in front of their house when God said that, you know, that he was going to touch the world through me. And matter of fact, that ministry with that particular element of society has also blossomed and we were right in other words you you got to love on everybody if you're going to have a chance to reach anybody you know we're all sinners in some level you know and so you know if you're going to touch the world you're not going to do it by thinking you're better than anybody no you're not and and if you don't listen robert and you know this as well as i do if you don't do it at home hey you're not going to do it anywhere else right so if you're not doing it at home don't expect god to call you to some Beautiful, exotic place overseas. And by the way, he doesn't call you too often to exotic places. It's usually jungles and pits and, <laughs> and snake and spider and scorpion infested places, you know. But, uh, you know, we started with Haiti and then and it just kept going. And we prayed. Our board prayed, 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 prayed. And that's how the board was assembled. God led me to one man. He and I prayed and then so on and so forth. And so essentially, and, uh, how are you touching the world these days? Well, we have work in 16 foreign countries. We have active work right now in 16 foreign countries. Some of them are closed countries. You won't see them on our website, which is touchofworldministries.com. Uh, <clears throat> now, there's another Touch of World Ministries that does a fantastic job all over the world. They're located in Jersey. It's touchofworldministries.org. We're .com. Uh, but uh, uh, God's led us to uh, several countries, and God would lead. We have, Robbie, we have absolutely the best people in the world that, that oversee the facilities that we built. We're in the process now of finishing up one in uh, just uh, just south of uh, Nairobi, Kenya, uh, in a village there. It's a beautiful facility. Uh, the title of that particular compound is Echoes of Mercy. We have a full hospital, school, church, and we're just finishing up a, a full, elaborate children's home, just a beautiful, beautiful children's home there. 
uh, with the third floor where we'll have uh, uh, offices and housing facilities for mission teams. Yeah, amazing what God just, yeah. he rose up all that uh, he from, not, from that moment in front of those ladies' moment, houses. You know, without any funding, you know, and I always listen to people on the radio. I, I grew up in a pastor's home, as you know. My dad was a great old mountain preacher. And uh, uh, so I grew up loving the Lord and wanting to serve the Lord. My dream was, I can remember when I was a kid, my dream was to be able to say, Lord, wouldn't it be really, really nice if a man could make a living serving you? What would that be a win-win? You know, and, and it really was. I had two dreams. One was to own a Biltmore house. The other was to make a living <laughs> serving Lord. Seriously, uh, God fulfilled the greatest one, which is being a servant of the Lord. We're going to live in something better than the Biltmore. Oh, isn't that the truth? And I think that's what he showed me that day at six years of age when I was sitting on that hill looking at a Biltmore house. I said, Lord, I just, I've got to buy this. I asked them the price. They told me $32 million. I said, save it for me. I'll be back when I get the money. Six years old. Serious. But uh, God just did all that, and, and he, would, we'd, he would lead us to someone. You know, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how we identified the people. God did it. He rose them up. Oh, and the best way, people way, in the way. world. I mean, it's, oh, it, to me, Lord. it's very similar to your story, Roy, that God <clears throat> raised up that lady to help you write that story. There you go. You're right. Um, Melinda was a great resource for us. And uh, Homer, it's great to hear your story about all the, the work you're doing around the world. You and your team, that's, Thank that's you, wonderful. Ron. Looking uh, forward to Melinda hearing more of did, yours. Melinda did, was brought into our life um, Full, full transparency, Melinda's also my sister-in-law. She's married to my brother down in Texas, in Fort Worth, actually. Mm-hmm. And she's an experienced writer. When, when, we, when I was thinking about putting this book together, because I made a promise to Judy. I promised her, based on a lot of people telling her she should publish her artwork, and all of the art in the book is her original art, mm. hundreds of images, and the words and the meditations and the thoughts uh, and her her pain and her gratitude to God, her honestly, her anger at God about what was going on and her then acceptance of what was what was going to happen. It, they told her, publish this for people so they can hear from you and your art and see how you used it in your in your ministry, because she was also a spiritual director who did retreats using art and expressive arts. And then when I did a lot of journaling for a couple of years to try to walk through the grief that I was experiencing, Mm. people, a few key close people read, I allowed them to read it. I wanted their feedback, um, including a spiritual director and a couple other dear friends. And they told me, you should publish this. Well, Melinda and I were talking and using her background, we decided to combine them into one book. And this one book is, it's not a book really to be only read. It's a book to be experienced. Mm. It, is, it physically is a beautiful book. We wanted to that to reflect Judy's art. It's also a book to journey with and to experience mm. with the three sections of how, how to love, how to live, how to die, and how to survive. You know, is you there, um, there are spaces in the book for people to write their notes, their oh, pages. Cool. My wife uh, June. You know the thing about uh, yeah. art that I, you know, me myself, I'm not <clears throat> didn't grow up with that kind of background or anything. However, you know, when I was about, I don't know, in my late 40s, 
we went to Russia on a cruise. We stopped in St. Petersburg. Mm. Mm. And there we went into the, I can't think, maybe it's the, I can't think of the name of the muse, art museum that's there. The, apparently the, the Russians stole all the paintings that the Germans mm-hmm. had stole from the French. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, right, but there were several right. Rembrandt paintings there. And I realized there, when I was standing there staring at Rembrandt's where they're taking Jesus off the cross, mm-hmm. that there's something miraculous, that, that it's actually a wonder of how somebody could paint such a thing. And so when I think about your daughter's, I mean, your wife's art, there's a lot there. We're going to be right back with a whole lot more Kingdom Pursuits. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. So much fun today with Homer Murdoch. He is pastor, of course, up in the mountains, and he's got Touching the World Ministries as well as Roy Smoot, the author of It All Belongs, Love, Loss, and Learning to Live Again. I want to let you all know, if and we've, we've had several texts on people that want to get Roy's book. And so if you go to kingdompursuits.com, that's the easiest way that I know of. Just go to kingdompursuits.com and you're going to see it right there on the front page. Uh, You click on that. It goes you the link to Amazon or you can go to uh, Roy's website there, um, which is at allbelongsloveloftsandlearningithink.com. But anyway, it's all there at kingdompursuits.com. Easy enough to get the book. But Homer, I got to know something. (laughs) Okay. So my grandnephew who... Um, came to the Lord um, out of Tennessee, coming across the mountains. A great story I got to share with you sometime about seeing a bear. But anyway, he just got accepted into Brevard. You know, is that anywhere close to your church? Uh, Brevard is probably two hours away. Brevard is a couple hours away. Yeah. <clears throat> Bummer. Well, do you know any good churches up near Brevard? I don't, but I know some people that we've done mission, corporate mission work in Africa with that live in Brevard. Oh, I'm to check with him Richard, yeah. and I'll see work. what church they go I'll to. Because so he's going to need a good church as he begins. He's going to play football up there. So wow. I'm pretty excited about that. <clears throat> and uh, now that's pretty your neat. son. That's my grand that's, nephew. It's my oh, brother's okay. my brother's son. Okay. And uh, just a, f- a fantastic story. He's one of those, you know, he's 65 years old, and I'd been praying for him I don't know how many years, and he came to Christ last year, and I got to baptize him. And his, my, his grandnephew was with him as that, through that experience, and he too came to Christ. Wow. And he started leading Bible studies with his, with his football team, and it's amazing the <laughs> discipleship that's going on, you know, as a result of all that. And so yes. it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. But anyway, unfortunately, we have a really short segment, and I talk too much. So, no, Roy, I, I just wanted you to have a chance to share anything yes. you didn't get a chance to share about the book that you wanted to make sure you got said today. Well, thank you for that, Robbie. Um, as far as getting the book, a very simple way to also get it is to go to itallbelongsbook.com. There you go. Itallbelongsbook.com. It takes you right to the site, and then there's a buy button, and people can get it. This book is about, as the title says, Love, Loss, and Learning to Live Again. And we wrote it and put it together and designed it with a great deal of help from other people to be a service to anyone 
which is almost everybody when you think about life, <laughs> who is going to go through grief and loss yes, and is also going through it or has gone through it. A really key message, though, and this is, this is from God, there is hope. There is hope, and the last mm-hmm. section talks about my, my journaling, and I was told that not many men express the feelings that I expressed in this, and I hope that this helps couples and men to do something along those lines. And don't be intimidated by the art. Judy always said that art can be what you do when you cook, how you raise your family, what you do in your garden, or art like this. And it is a an example of how to travel through a very dark time and then move into mm. a time when light comes. Mm. And my wife, okay. June, was part of that. She and Judy were very dear friends. And one time in church, June came up to me after Judy died and looked at me, and she was one of two people that told me this. I am so angry at God for separating you and Judy, which is a natural reaction. We can't say anything to God that God hasn't already heard. All, all of us know that. And right away, my heart said, I need, I need to listen and be with June because I know the pain and the grief and the anger that I was feeling. And we became very dear friends from that and then ended up falling in love and getting married. But when I talk about pain, there's one thing I want to share with the people. There was a time, and it's in the book, I was driving home from the grocery store, and there was a very powerful storm going on that cleared very quickly, and I saw a beautiful autumn, or excuse me, winter full moon. And I used to call that a Judy moon because she loved the full moon. And I pulled off on the side of the road and Hmm. just broke down Hmm. and wept like a baby in my car. Hmm. And when I was able to gather myself, I finished the journey home, got in the house, got in our house, and I looked out over the eastern horizon, and the full moon was still there. And I looked through a small window in our door. I need to pause for a moment. And I looked at the moon, Robbie, and I said to God, thank you for this pain. Hmm. Because I realized at that moment, and there was a warmth in my heart that came from the love that I had for Judy and her for me and God. And I realized that that deep, incredible pain that so many of your listeners have felt, that came from the deep love that the two of us shared. Wow. This book is about that. There you go. It all belongs. Uh, Hey, we're out of time. I really, really do. (laughs) Yeah. We have... Again, the, the Touch the World Ministries is Homer's. Again, it's touchtheworld.com. Is it Homer? It is. Touchtheworld.com. And again, it all belongs book.com. Both of those are ways to get up with that. And we thank you so much for listening today. Yes. You got so much truth coming at you. Encouraging prayer with James Banks coming right up, followed by Masculine Journey. And then it's time to man up with Nikita at 12 o'clock. Stay tuned. This is the Truth Network.